Welcome to Better Before Lunch. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lori. Today we're talking about public gaffes. I thought you were going to have one right now. (laughs) I I did. Alright, so we're talking about goofs. All All the celebrities making goofs, making gaffes unintentionally making us laugh uh, yep goofs and gaffs and laughs and i don't know if anything rhymes with then i can put in that i don't know Loofs. i didn't i didn't really look any up i know you said you looked some things up yeah, I looked, that well i like i like, had to remind myself of some things yeah i have a couple that i just remember that happen with celebrities but what do you have well in the most recent things that we have we have uh wendy williams who just oh she just had um what she termed it as uh nobody else did she chose to call it fartgate um where she clearly uh let's call it cut loose on air uh, with a lean to the side and everything. Uh, Although I will say, when you showed me that clip a couple weeks ago, the fart sounded fake. Right, but it's... I mean, she did lean to the side, but it did sound like a fake fart. But, like, why would it be that loud? Uh, well, her microphone's not that far away, so... <laughs> uh, isolated, it's... Well, put it this way. If they had just been like, oh, no, that was just a, you know, some quick explanation of like, it must have just been like a problem with the microphones. I might have believed it, but her explanation was that here's here's the official explanation. In the back of the studio, not not right behind her, but like the back of the studio, they were doing a test with helium tanks for some reason they did tests while they're live on the air in the same quiet on the set doesn't work there no and they were filling things with helium tanks and then a rubber valve from the one helium tank made the noise and it just so happened so loud is her show live yeah because i was gonna say why would it even have made it into the cut Um, of the show well and the the helium tanks weren't even in that episode. So, like, why would they maybe, have been testing helium Maybe tanks? somebody didn't like her and they just went... Pfft. Well, that's what I thought. Which but would have been a funnier explanation. They came up with such a It should a have been like, one of the staff members was trying to prank me. Right. Done. Ashton Kutcher was, was on set and right. it's punked from 2000. I would have instantly... If, if she had just been like, yeah, that was... That was a sound that somebody inserted, you know, a sound bite or something. I'd have, I'd have just believed it instantly and would have been like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. She should have just said, ah, prank. We've been pranking each other on the. Instead, they had this really uncomfortable, like five minute explanation on air about how it was definitely not her. And I was like, too much detail gives you away is a lie. If you overly detail it. (laughs) When you're the one, like, yeah, they were, they were filling helium tanks, and then uh, there was a mic left on uh, that you couldn't hear anything from throughout the rest of the entire show. 
uh, and then this valve on this helium tank made a fart noise that coincided with her leaning and pausing and conversation. Do you remember in the, um, what was it, early 2000s, late 90s? I don't even remember. When Tom Cruise was on Oprah and he jumped up on her couch. Uh, that was on my list too. Was yes. it? Because that was the one. That's, that's like the one that comes to mind because he made so many headlines. And, uh, and I didn't you know, write down the thing. He said, uh, I have uh, in my other notes, I have, he shouted, uh, I'm, I'm not the boy anymore or something like that. But I kind of thought, you know what, if he just thought he was going to have fun that day and it did not work out right for uh, him. Right. That's like. Because sometimes you're just like, I'm going to go be fun and it works out really well. And then some days you're Tom Cruise jumping right. on Oprah's couch. He shouted. The main thing he shouted was, I'm in love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Which, with uh, Kate, yeah, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. I don't think who she uh, was. Uh, but he shouted something else really strange. Uh, yep, that was on my yeah, list. Because we were of... worried. He, everybody was worried he might not come back from that. <laughs> everybody was like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, rewatched it as a... I, I well, still he, don't think it was that crazy. He gets up on the couch <laughs> unprompted. Dude. I mean, he just kind of, really, like... they have, like, little drawings. People just have them hanging up in their house. <laughs> we just... Remember when? <laughs> it's so, like... Out of nowhere, too. They're having a pretty normal conversation, and he just like. Jumps I mean, up Oprah on the couch. looks shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can I could see that maybe he just was gonna. I don't know. Maybe he was like hopped up on cocaine or something that day. Uh, well, the whole Scientology thing—they're supposed to be very anti-drug, so. Oh. He was, he was hopped up on not cocaine. He was hopped up on Scientology. <laughs> yeah. On uh, Zeno or on not Zeno. I don't know. I think Zeno's. The oh, he did it one. on Jay Leno again just to be funny, I guess. Yeah, I think that was pretty recent. He's like, you know what? Everybody remember when I was a couch jumper? Own <laughs> yeah. it. Own it. If you like, mess up, you just got to own it. Generally, when these people own it, they end up, people forget. Like, it's all over everywhere until they own it, and then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's it. I uh, I remember a kid in high school walked into the cafeteria, and when he took his first step in, he tripped. And then he walked the entire way up to where he would get his food with this, like, kind of weird limp foot, like he had meant to do that the entire time, <laughs> which just made me laugh because he just, I don't know. I don't think he was owning it. It was just so strange. It stood out in my mind forever. Um, let's see. Oh, well, uh, here, other classic gaffes. You got two awards show ones that happened. Uh, the first one was at the Oscars in 2000, maybe 16. I don't know if you remember when Warren Beatty was on stage and announced the best picture as La La Land. Uh, they all got up on stage and started giving their acceptance and speech. And he was wrong? And he was wrong. Oh, my it gosh. Was, it was the other movie that won. It wasn't his fault. I mean, at the time, it looked like it was his fault, but it was actually the Oscars' fault. Like, they gave him the wrong name to say. Uh, nobody blames him, but it was just he was the one that, the gaffe was made through him. Uh, yeah. And then there was uh, John Travolta, which I don't... This was a little bit longer ago. This was more of a classic goof. 
uh, I don't remember what what award he was giving out, but it was to uh, Indina Menzel, the actress. Mm-hmm. And he said the name Adele Dazim, like just totally said a completely wrong name that doesn't belong to anyone. Weird. And nobody knows why. They said that he might have had trouble reading it, like he needed glasses and wasn't wearing them. And so he just, just made up what he, what he thought it was? Did yeah. someone come up on stage? Uh, no, everyone was like, who? And there was no Adele Dazim at all. Uh, and then they corrected him and she came up <laughs> and it just, it's nowhere near her name. So it's not even a mispronunciation or something like it's just a total, oh, it was for Frozen was what she was winning for. Um, There's a lot where they mess up at the uh, award shows, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the two biggest flubs in recent. Janet Jackson's boob popping out. Yep. I still think they planned that. Yeah. There's no way they didn't plan that. The. uh, They just wanted to be talked about forever on things like this. Well, which is the funniest part about uh, everybody was all up in arms about this year's Super Bowl for like two minutes. Yeah. because it was too provocative. And I was like, um, when I was that age, because they were worried about like middle schoolers and high schoolers seeing it as too provocative. It's like, when I was that young, we had the original wardrobe malfunction. Janet Jackson's boot. Oh, I was like, what was the original one? This year's one was apparently a problem. But and there was I don't, I don't know, even know what happened. They were like pole dancing, I guess it was the problem. Like I I don't know. I didn't actually see much of a problem with it, but they weren't doing anything more suggestive than anybody has done for like the last ten years on the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. So um Oh, uh we had a good Justin Bieber one. That was apparently around 2014 that I totally missed and did not see that he did. Uh, he took a picture in front of a Japanese shine, uh, shrine and, and with the tag, thanks for the blessings. Put it on Instagram. Uh, turned out that was a memorial for the Japanese soldiers of World War II. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the Axis-powered uh, memorial. <laughs> and he put, thanks for the blessings, and was like, throwing up a peace sign. <laughs> uh, and then he also uh, threw up milk on stage one time, which <laughs> just, to me, seems funny. The, yeah. Of all things to throw up while you're on stage weird uh, was not- um tara reed they had her one time say i make jessica simpson look like a rock scientist <laughs> so they're like did she mean she was a geologist or was she a few <laughs> letters shy of a rocket <laughs> scientist <laughs> uh maybe a geologist because they really shine <laughs> they have a real sparkle to them and then um it says 
NBA player turned coach Jason Kidd. I don't know who he is. Mm, I probably go on. But anyways, it said that um, after being selected as number one draft pick in the 1994 draft by the Dallas Mavericks, he vowed, now that I'm here, we'll turn this program around 360 degrees. Right back where it started. Yep. Those are like the, those are just like funny, like you used the wrong word. You're like, um, you knew what you were thinking, like what you meant, but you just said it wrong. That's the, uh, the classic Xbox 360 meme. Why do they call it an Xbox 360? Because when you try one, you do a 360 and walk away. You walk right back to it? That's the, it's a, it's a meme. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I think that gay marriage is something that should be between a man and a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, that's a, that's a thought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, before we get to the one, the real one, the real reason we wanted to talk about gaps, my last one, um, besides the movie Cats, is Geraldo Rivera took a shirtless selfie and posted it uh, on Instagram. I think think it was Instagram. Uh, Not a great picture. And not the type of person who just You body shaming? Are you body shaming? Uh, I'm not the one that was. His daughter was though. <laughs> she she made him take it down. Um, also, professional reporter should not be taking a shirtless selfie like a. <laughs> a lot of people shouldn't be doing the things they're doing on social right. media. It wasn't a like he had his shirt off either. It was a shirtless selfie like in in his bedroom, like not like he was out at the beach and got a picture taken with the shirt off. It was. Just a really weird thing to do. <laughs> and he did it. Publicly. Yeah, well, I mean... Those aren't always as funny as when people just say the wrong things. Or say no. really weird things. Actually... And there's one king in my well, there's mind. there's actually two, which I one I forgot about. And you're so young, you may not remember much of it. But do you remember Dan Quayle? Uh, not really. Okay, because he had a bunch. He like, I remember he spelled, was it potato wrong to a bunch of kids? That was like a big deal. But they have, can I read you a list of his? You can go over his and then we'll go over who I consider the king of public gaffes. Because he's much more recent. Well, yeah, right. Dan 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 Quayle is not, you know, (laughs) he's not around. But we have someone who's replaced Dan Quayle and we'll get to him. Dan Quayle's, it says... We are ready for any unforeseen event that may or may not occur. The next one. I believe we are on an irreversible trend toward more freedom and democracy, but that could change. Republicans understand the importance of bondage between a mother and child. And then there's perhaps the most... Oh, okay, sorry, that wasn't his quote. And then (laughs) his last thing that everybody liked was that he said, I stand... I stand by all the misstatements that I've made. <laughs> He's just like, you know what? Standard. I stand by them. I know it's that fine. they're wrong. <laughs> I just say a bunch of wrong stuff. 
I, I know that they're wrong and I stand by it. So to lead into what you're going to talk about, I actually started my morning off sending super laughs on Super Tuesday to my friends. All videos of Joe Biden. Yep, Joe Biden. That's, uh, if you haven't guessed by now, our king of the gaffes. Our Super Tuesday gaff king. <laughs> is Joe Biden. Regardless of your political affiliation. No, yeah, no matter what. can't not know. <laughs> that he says some really strange things. And if you say you don't know, then you're a dog-faced lion pony soldier. That's right. Uh, to quote the king himself. Or, you know, listen, fat. <laughs> uh, so so I, here I am. I sit on the stand. And I got hairy legs. Hairy legs. I like oh. kids jumping in my lap. And I learned a lot about roaches. He just shouts. Uh, I mean, if I couldn't even think up the things. That I mean, we're shouts. the most excited when we talk about his because they are current. So we're they currently are. thinking about watching the videos. Well, they also entertain me more than anybody else because well, they're just so bizarre. The I sit on the stand, that whole one, it makes no sense and he stutters it out. Well, and the explanation that it makes sense in context of his full speech, it, like, the context of it fits, but it still so, is weird. It's still, it's still weird. Crazy. And what? just the way he says it is crazy. So one of my friends this morning was like, oh, that's not real. That's voiceover. I was like... Do you think they got a voice impersonator or do you think they just stole times in which he said really weird things and voiced it over? Because right. that'd be insane too. And I haven't found one yet that's not real. And they, the whole Biden campaign, like they're like, yep, that was us. Right. Nobody has denied that being real. So no. I'm feeling pretty certain. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Which, like which one was the... I sit on the stand. She oh, said no, that wasn't that one real. Was I was absolutely like, real. no, that happened. She said, like, no, he wouldn't have done that. I'm it was like, from yeah. like three years ago. It's he was insane, vice president at the time, I think. But it happened. He was vice president, I think, or it was right after he got out. I he mean, now he's running pool. for the U.S. Senate. The whole... the. The cockroaches part uh, makes some sense because he does reference cockroaches earlier in the speech. Uh, so he's not just suddenly shouting, I know a lot about cockroaches. Well, but... it's kind of the way he, he stutters everything out too. Like, and that, 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 that I, uh, I got and, hairy legs. Well, and like the part about the cockroaches doesn't belong. No, not there. There. Like, <laughs> well, kids rubbing his legs doesn't belong in there either. Oh, well, yeah. Kids rubbing your legs is a weird thing to talk about in general. I mean, every but, part of that speech was a little bit strange. But the, the cockroaches part is like not even related to the, it. In the full context of the speech, it at least it completes a thought that he had already made. But like he says it like three minutes into this thing. <laughs> Yeah. So there's like a three minute gap of him talking about people rubbing his legs uh, before he finishes. I got hairy legs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I learned just... a lot about cockroaches. It's like I like kids getting them a lap. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all kinds but... of weird, but his current ones are very strange mm -hmm. too. No, he just the. For more, you can just go to Joe three o three three o three o. 
find out more about him running for the U.S. Senate. Just go to Joe 30300. If you don't like that, guys, vote for the other Biden. Vote for the other Biden. All we're doing is (laughs) if we sound like we're making no sense, we're just quoting him constantly. Yeah. uh, It's been my favorite thing to do for the past... Uh, I don't know how many months now. Yeah, I mean, we used to really like to do TV quotes around here, and now we just do Joe Biden quotes. There's just so many, and just none of them yell make them any out. sense. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can in any situation in your life, just, just yell out a Joe shout, Biden quote. I got hairy legs, and if anybody we knows, do it. they'll laugh. They'll, they'll laugh. They'll think <laughs> and if it's they funny. don't know, just say, "I learned a lot about roaches." Like, yep. And then, let it go. And then if they don't get that, um. Just bite them. <laughs> bite their <laughs> finger. If all else fails, bite their finger. <laughs> Lessons I learned. Uh, oh. So that that's our final gaff master, the king of the gaffs recently. Joe 30300. That was actually how I ended my set of videos that i sent this morning was with a photo of him biting his wife's finger (laughs) (laughs) gotta have it all if all else fails bite somebody's finger when they point at you (laughs) ew but don't (laughs) totally don't all right uh we'll move on now to the mailbag so first question this one's a quick one i think well, maybe not. Might be an existential question here, but uh, this is from Elliot, and the question is: Would you be rather? Would Would you be rather? Would you be rather? Um. <laughs> I made hmm, a gaff. That's I, my yeah. that's my gaff. Would Way you, to fit with the theme of the show. Would you rather be trapped in an elevator? With several people with B.O. Or with several wet dogs. Ew. <laughs> Told you um, this is probably quick, but maybe existential. Uh, like how long do I have to be trapped in there? Too long. Too, too long to be comfortable. Well, I, this is how I feel. The wet dogs are going to touch me. And they're going to stink. And the people most likely aren't going to touch me, but they're probably going to stink. Spink. <laughs> I did it too. You gaffed it out too. <laughs> Darn it. You can't make fun of people or it'll happen to yep. you. That's how it is. Um, got to own your mistakes and not make fun of other people. I stand That's by all, all the, what was it that Dan Wells said? <laughs> all, I don't know. All you, the mis- <laughs> Yep. Whatever's that I've said. Misstatements. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> I'm going to stand by those. Um... I don't know. People can smell really bad, so not neither. Because they might touch you too. But most of the time, people don't touch you. Hopefully not. You're in an elevator, though. So as long as they didn't touch you, you'd rather I have really, the VO people. I mean, are they little dogs, like little wet chihuahuas? Uh, whatever dogs smell worse. Um, oh, a smelly? Ugh, I have. Yeah, it's not, like if it's it, a big dog, it, I hate. I'm. It's not meant to be a wet dog uh-uh. just because it's wet, and that might get you wet if it touches you. It's because wet this, dogs. Stink. I don't know. I mean, wet dogs are gross, and they would rub up against you, and they shake, and then their water would get everywhere. Oh yeah, that would. So, so you you would not 
I go with the dogs because the people won't shake. They might touch you, but they're not going to shake. So I'm just going to not go with the dogs. No dogs. I I don't know. I, I don't know either what I would rather be. I mean, I, if it's just like mild BO from people, I mean, yeah, I it sit doesn't, next to doesn't you every specify. week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that was good. I got you. Got me. <laughs> uh, I guess I'd probably choose the people too. I don't like the smell of wet dog at all. No, it's and gross. I don't want to get water flung off of me on a, from a dog. I don't care about that really so much, but I'm assuming they're wet. They're like damp. They're like done shaken, but they're... Not freshly wetened. <laughs> uh, all right, so your question. All right, mine is from Allison, and it's one of our questions that was posted to us last week, but I think we, we got posted a little late, so we already had a couple. Yeah. So her question was, what emotion do you experience most? Mm. Is stress an emotion? Um, because if so, I experience stress the most. <laughs> I don't followed think... by grumpiness. There we go. That's because, an emotion because stress triggers grumpiness. <laughs> if I didn't have stress, I would experience joy. Yeah, <laughs> I experience uh, grumpiness the most because I work with you. <laughs> ah, got you back. Got you back for the BS all right. <laughs> Not quite as good. Mine was a lot more harsh. But it's okay. Don't try to compete. You got me. You got me. Oh, man. You're so good. Darn. (laughs) Good call. Good call. (laughs) Uh, What emotion? I probably, I guess, laugh the most. I like, I watch a lot of comedy and stuff. I was like, "Mm." just last week you were comparing yourself to the energy sucking vampire. So. That would be no emotion at the time. So, you know, like if 95% of the time is negative emotion. <laughs> Not like like a bad emotion, but like so just a have, lack of emotion. If you have a lack of emotion most, then I and guess then if I the other 5%, 5% is a laugh, then that is the emotion that you yeah, have the most. That's, is laugh an emotion? It would be like happiness. Ha- happiness, I guess. What What emotion makes you laugh? I don't know because happiness doesn't make you I'm laugh. I'm not necessarily happy. You don't laugh when you're happy. I mean, I'm, you could, but that's not like joy you know, doesn't make you laugh. And there's our philosophical existential what, question that what eventually emotion came out. does make you laugh? What is laughing an emotion? Uh, because you can be not happy and still think something is funny. You can Sometimes be like people nervously angry. laugh. And yeah, you can be nervous and laugh. Uh, you can just like be enjoying yourself and laugh and not be happy, like just out. Or you can at be a tickled. Comedy club. Oh yeah, or you this could be said, tickled. It's a response to a certain external or internal stimuli. It can arise from being tickled, a humorous story, or thought. Um, most commonly, it's considered a visual expression of a number of positive emotional states, such as joy, mirth, happiness, mirth. relief. Well, you know, mirth, I know the least about mirth. I don't even know what so mirth is. Maybe mirth is Sounds like is an old lady. Emotion. Yeah. Like the 1930s. Mirtha. 
Well, all mirth. Glee, hilarity. Is hilarity an emotion? So if hilarity I'm sorry, is I'm, emotion. Uh, I'm experiencing hilarity right now. Uh, yeah. Hilarity really, probably hangs out with mirth. Now that's yeah. like two old ladies having tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going over to hilarity and mirth's later. Mirtha and hilarity. The, the two old ladies from the village. What is happening on this definition of mirth? It's like mirth, glee, hilarity, merriment, jollity, joviality. Jollity? Like. Yeah. Wow. I know joviality, jollity is a. So huh. strange. So there's a whole subset of emotions that uh, laughter entails. So yeah. I experience one of those, apparently, because I like comedy. <laughs> it says mirth suggests spontaneous amusement or gaiety manifested briefly in laughter, uncontrolled outbursts of mirth. Sometimes you have uncontrolled outbursts of mirth. I don't. I that sounds that. like a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> yeah. An uncontrolled outburst of she's mirth. Got an uncontrolled outburst of mirth. <laughs> like, you're going to need some medicine for that. <laughs> um, well, there you go. That's my emotion. One of those. Jollity. That's what I Little old the lady most. emotion. <laughs> yeah. He's experiencing a little old lady. I may I, have just had another gaffe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm experiencing a little old lady. So I've got a new I've got a new TV show to write. Mirtha and Hilarity. Yeah. Two crime solving. I don't think they funny solve crimes. Lady. They they drink tea and they solve but they're like funny crimes. So like goofy Like crimes. who stole somebody's yeah. dentures? No, like who tooted in the church. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's just gossip. They're just well, gossiping. Maybe, maybe they are. <laughs> I hope they wear hats and they gloves. They think they're solving crimes. Tune in on Fox, 9 p.m. Mirtha and hilarity. A couple of continents. <laughs> <laughs> James said that to me the other day when he was talking about Elise. I was like, "Is that?" He's like, "I'm an ageist." Yeah. Is that like? Is that you something people that say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assumed they said it, but I have never heard it. I don't think a lot of people say it in a derogatory manner. Like, I don't, I think like he was being funny. Yeah, it's more I mean, of a funny thing. I mean, it right. may have originally been like a, but I'm gonna search it. Home cottonhead, because a little white puff of cotton. <laughs> like little cotton balls all yeah. over their head. <laughs> like when they're driving, it looks like there's a cotton ball behind the wheel. <laughs> Well, you know what, though? That's not what Urban Dictionary thinks it is. Uh, I don't want to know what Urban Dictionary thinks things are really bad. <laughs> oh, no. This, no, that's number two on Urban Dictionary. An okay. old lady with a that has a hairdo okay. that resembles as as cotton. Um, oh, it is a derogatory slang. Well, West Coast slang for an old person. West Coast. They don't got to deal with that. And then it says, a married woman that thinks everything is hers regardless of whether it whether or not it really does belong to her. I can't read a sentence. I've never heard it like that. Why would that Neither make I. her, I don't know, make her like a gold like, digger? Like well, I, I don't know. Would that be right? Gold digger is just someone who dates rich people. Mm. Um, no, it's usually used as like, it's a Mirth term. Fun. Hilarity. It's a term for snowbirds. 
Let's be honest. That's, oh, I don't know. I did some laugh first I've ever heard. It was last night. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just say it's a term for that. Cause... But it would be a funny uh, slogan for your TV show. <laughs> yeah, mirth and hilarity. A couple of cottonheads. A couple of cottonheads. Solving crimes. Yeah, it's got a reference that they're they're solving crimes. Uh, cottonheaded sleuths. Oh, do you hear that? I think I do. It's the TV book club. Cheers, season six, episode one. Uh, I don't remember the title of it, but anyway. The one that I watched. The one that Lori watched. Season six, episode one. Is that what the one it was? Mm-hmm. Did you already you say that? You watched it. I like zoned out when you were just doing the intro for it. Oh, what a what a strange turn of events. <laughs> when you start talking sometimes, you zoned I just out like... Don't know where I am anymore. You zoned like, out while I was talking to you <laughs> and almost like fell asleep and lost track of time. I know. Like my I eyes just like of, gloss over and I'm like, wait, where, what's happening? Like I was some kind of energy vampire. Maybe you are an energy vampire. <laughs> it is uh, hard to listen to you. <laughs> That's why I thought you were going to make that joke. But, <laughs> um, so you watch the episode. Now this, let me... This is the first episode where they changed the format of the show. This was the beginning of a change that they did intentionally do. It wasn't. Was like it a, better after this, or was it worse? Um, is different. I don't know that I would say it was better or worse necessarily, but it was a different. It kept the feel of the original, but it changed kind of the format of the show a little bit. Originally, the show was just Sam on the bar. And it was just things went on on the bar. And that was the deal. Uh, there weren't usually very complicated plots outside of what was going on with the people. There wasn't a lot of like and then outside there was, the bar. There was stuff. complex plots after this. Did Not they leave really. the bar? But I mean, there were things going on like now. It wasn't just Sam on the bar and everybody was kind of hanging out at the bar. It was like somebody else owned the bar. Sam was working there and kind of wanted to get the bar back it went on for a while um not in a bad way but they had a little more story they got a little more in depth to some of the outside stuff what uh, what did you think because this was a different format and you've never watched this format so i did not like it Mm -hmm. sam i am i do not like cheers so i can't rhyme it because this is the change they made was what ended up i figured we'd start here because this is fraser basically was a spinoff of everything after i'll say this i thought last night maybe i watched this episode like a week ago and then last night i was like maybe i'll just watch another episode of cheers i don't know my thought with cheers is that i just didn't start it young enough and i didn't get into it at the right time to like love it um and my desire is low when I watch it because I'm just not connecting to anyone, even Frasier, of which I love Frasier. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I picked this because you will not connect to everybody. That was one of the things Cheers is known for is that you. But Frasier didn't have a huge part in this one. No, not really. I 
Um, don't know what episode I was thinking of when I he just he was at the beginning, I guess. Right. His, so his personality is a little bit different. I could maybe force myself to watch enough episodes to find a way to connect to a few of them. But I think the hardest thing for me with Cheers is that I don't like the feeling in the bar. Kind of like a gross 70s bar. And I don't want to hang out in that bar. Yeah, I know. But it has that like holdover kind of feeling of everything is wood. Almost like a German style, which I feel like I should be like, oh, that's cool. Because there's a bowling alley in Orlando off Colonial, remember? And it had that same feeling. No, no. It had that same feeling in their bar. And it was kind of fun to go to that bar because it was like just this weird, gross, like outdated (laughs) bar. But to watch it, I don't find joy in being there. So I think if the bar looked cooler, I may want to go hang out at Cheers and like watch it more. The first five seasons, you definitely get closer to the characters. I guess. I guess that's my whole problem because I watched... um, there was like a show that came out last year called Abby's. And it was, yeah. did you see it? No. It was basically supposed to be Cheers in an outdoor bar. And it wasn't any, any good. Any, it got yeah, canceled well, after like. anybody's like, it's like X, but Y. Mm-mm. It's not going to be good. No, no, I know. But I, <laughs> that was like the feeling I thought. But like, um, it didn't really have anything too much. But. I liked watching it because I liked the feeling of the outdoor bar in her backyard. Even though the characters weren't doing anything that I was like really relating to, it got canceled after one season, so no one else was relating either. An an outdoor bar sounds super unappealing to me. I would really that one. No, that one had like a really cool feeling to me, like a neat little vibe. They played bocce ball over in the corner and had a grill. I was like, I'm gonna hang out in that backyard. I will watch the show just for the feeling of the bar. Cheers. I do not want to go in that bar. I have no interest Yuck. in bocce ball whatsoever. <laughs> like, I love bocce ball. I, have you ever played it? Yeah, I mean. So fun. If it was there, I guess I would play it. But at the same time, <laughs> bocce ball is not like, if I'm like. I'll go well, home and play bocce ball today. I wish there was a way I could be entertained right now. Bocce ball. That's so uh, fun. It's just not the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> but. Well, I'll have you know, Mirtha and Hilarity are not going to like to hear that. Now, Mirtha and Hilarity love bocce ball. Of course they do. (laughs) That sounds like something they would love to do. They'd probably like go over their notes while playing bocce ball. (laughs) Like, hmm, well, Ethel was sitting three seats to the left today. That's... (laughs) Uh, Okay, well... I don't have a lot. To All say. I did was tear down the show, I guess. Um, I'm not the show. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, the show. <laughs> I think I just don't. I haven't figured out a way to relate to the characters enough. Mm, and I, I love so. Ted Danson and Bored to Death, but I can't relate to him as Sam. I, I don't know how you can't. I mean, he. It, I just Sam I haven't, is Ted Danson. I haven't gotten. Or, or I haven't Danson made a connection with those characters yet. We're like that odd. You know when you meet someone sometimes and you say, like, you ask them something and they answer with a one-word response and the conversation goes nowhere and you're like, why am I not connecting with them? That's me with cheers. I don't know why, but I'm just not connecting. Um, 
what to well Kirstie Alley's character was an interesting choice um the the whole episode overall was intentionally changed they kind of ran out the story of the previous five seasons and they said they didn't want to it had started turning into a love story with Sam and they didn't want the show to be about a love story with a bar as a background. They wanted the show to be about a bar. Um, Does he end up dating Kirstie Alley? I don't. I don't know why it seemed like it would go there. No, I like Kirstie Alley better than um, maybe Shelley long. um, Is that like blasphemy? Cause I'm not like a, Mm-mm. It's actually depends. They're different characters. They she replaced her, right? But she's a very different character, and like they're basically polar opposites of one another. And the idea was in the first five seasons, Sam is the straight man, and Diane is the strange, goofy one. And then it flip-flops. And Sam becomes the kind of like laid-back, goofy guy. And Kirstie Alley's character... Uh, what is her name? I can't think of her name now in the, in the show. Uh, Shelly, I think. No, no, that's... That's that's Diane's real name. That's Diane's real name. <laughs> uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, she Kirstie Alley became the like straight man character. Uh, she's she's very business, and uh, you know it, it was a good change, even though it was different. I don't think there is a love connection, but maybe there is. They're more of like they become real good friends. I know that for sure, but well, I'd say anyway. like um, I don't know, three out of five, three mugs out of five, I guess. Three, three mugs. It, a it year. was watchable. I wasn't terrible. I just I haven't connected to them. Maybe one day I will, and I'll be like, I'll "Cheers it, is the best show on earth." I'll give it uh, four mugs, uh, and then all four cheeks and a couple of chins. I don't know what that means, but all right. Thanks everybody for listening and. Uh, Sebring at Sebring Podcast on Instagram.com, uh, podcast at Sebring.com if you want to email us any comments, suggestions, or anything like that. And have a good weekend. Bye.